Like I said yesterday, there's going to be two episodes this week, so this is the second episode. And I don't have an outline again for this episode. I kind of am just winging it a little bit. So I'm just going to like give you a brief overview of what I've been seeing on the news lately. Um, policies are trying to get pushed through Congress. Just a basic overview of recent politics in our government. So we'll start with the... Uh, most absurd thing that's happened, and that's Democrats trying to expand the Supreme Court. So right now, for those of you who don't know much about politics at all, but are for some reason listening to this podcast, the Supreme Court has nine members. It has nine members so that there's balance. That way there's always a decision made. So you can't tie. There's You can never tie on a vote with the Supreme Court because there's nine members, not eight they want to expand it to 13 members. You still can't tie it with 13 members. The problem with that is they don't care. Like, they don't want to expand it just just because, you know, just because they think it will benefit in the long run. No, they want to expand it. The Democrats want to expand the Supreme Court because they believe it will benefit them. They want to expand the Supreme Court because then they get to put Democrats' nominees into the Supreme Court and then the Supreme Court flips from Republican to Democrat. So, no, I, I don't support um, I don't support the increasing members of the Supreme Court because you're there's no reason to do that. We have a perfectly fine Supreme Court right now. Perfectly fine. Uh, nine members... They always get decisions done. Sometimes you don't always like their decision, but they always get it done. That's what matters. Now, if we were to have 13 members, it'd take longer for them to come up upon a decision. And they would be Democrat for the first 20-ish years. And I don't want that to happen anytime soon. So, yeah, I'll stick with the current Supreme Court members of nine. It's way better, don't you think? So let's go to another thing. I read on the news a while ago. And it was just like... It was CNN, okay? Don't ask me why I read this on CNN. I was actually scrolling through Google, and Google shows me highlights sometimes. And one of the highlights was CNN article, so I looked at it, and this is something like, unlike his predecessors, President Biden likes to manually put wood in the fireplace and sit down and relax in a chair after a hard day of work. And I'm just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. I bet that's all he does. I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't do put manually put wood in the fireplace and sit down and relax. I'm not saying he doesn't do that. I'm just scoffing at the fact that they said after a hard day of work, he literally does nothing. He signs his name at the bottom of 17 executive orders that weren't even made by him, made by some advisor that thought of both of them randomly and didn't even tell Biden about it and just brought it to his desk and said, here, sign this. And Biden just goes, okay, I'm going to sign this now. No, Biden literally does nothing. He just sits in the office signing his name on the bottom of every single Democrat policy that gets passed through Senate, passed by his advisors, passed by pretty much anything. Biden does nothing. Do not try to make us think that he is a hard worker. He literally does nothing. Most of his life he's been a politician opposing the opposite party for no reason as far as we can see. 
He spent a very large amount of time opposing desegregating schools. He said that his kids, he didn't want his kids to go to a jungle for a school. He's a racist. He doesn't work. I don't like this, okay? News media, those news media coverage thingies, whatever you want to call them, they don't tell the truth. They're going to try to give you their agenda, and they don't care if you agree right away. They're going to convince you, and they're going to try very hard to convince you to agree with them. You want to know how they're going to do this? Like I said last episode, they're going to try to... Uh, they're going to try to... Oh, what do you call it? They're going to try to connect to your feelings. Make you feel bad for certain... I don't feel bad for people. Not right now anymore. I spent a very large amount of my time, of my life, sympathizing for people. People I shouldn't be uh, sympathizing for. The reason why I did that is because I thought that they, those people could like, you know, maybe they'll heal after a while. Maybe they'll realize that they're wrong. Maybe they'll come out of their little shell and see the truth. Well, that's never going to happen with the news being as dumb as it is right now. Um, one quick thing before we move on. For you, those of you who are still in school, look around you, like... Look around your classroom, look at all the super smart kids who get good grades on all of their tests and stuff. The majority of super smart kids, at least in the area where I live, are actually Democrats. Now I'm not saying there's not super smart kids who are good people, who are maybe independent or conservative, good people like that. There are. There's just more people, more of them are Democrats than independent or conservative. So let's move on. I've been seeing a lot of news about shootings lately. Uh, police shootings. By the way, Derek Chauvin, he was convicted of murder. Murder. <laughs> I mean, you can watch the video all you want, over and over and over again, of him putting his knee on, what's his name, George Floyd's back, and you can say that he's murdering him when he does that, but you'd be wrong, because he's not. A police officer putting his knee on someone's back is a typical move, actually. A very typical move. It's typically done when someone's trying to resist arrest. And that is exactly what happened here. So, let's, let's, let's look into this thing here for a second, okay? So, let's say... Actually, let's not just let's not uh, put up a hypothetical. Let's actually just go through what happened. George Floyd, he's a drug addict. He's had, I think he was on his fourth wife already. I mean, man, that guy's busy. <laughs> um, he has kids. He's a drug addict. He's been arrested multiple times for drug abuse. Um, anyway, he's getting arrested. I can't remember the reasons why he was getting arrested. I just... I've been focusing more or less on whether or not he was murdered more than just on um, uh, um, more than just what do you call it? I'm sorry. More than just like why they were trying to arrest him. So if we look through what he did, he ran from the cops. He's pushed to the ground. 
Before he was pushed to the ground, he said, I can't breathe. He said, which means he couldn't breathe beforehand. Why couldn't he? We'll get into that in a little bit. So he was pushed to the ground, and he was pressed against his back. Which is a typical move while you're detaining someone. You do let you do that until they settle down because they realize, hey, I can't struggle like this. This is painful for me if I struggle. So you settle down. He didn't settle down really. <laughs> so his knee was there for a while, and then he died. So Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder. Now, the I'm pretty sure Derek Derek Chauvin's lawyer was a good lawyer. I can almost guarantee you that Derek Chauvin lawyer looked at the autopsy. George Floyd's autopsy said that he did not die from physical harm caused by another person. Instead, it listed a bunch of drugs he overdosed on. Those drugs mixed together that he overdosed on were the cause of him not being able to breathe, him suffocating to death. You can see this happening with um, another uh, form of this happening with Juice World. The rapper Juice World, he had the same thing. He died from a drug overdose. Obviously, no one says he got killed by cops. He obviously wasn't killed by cops, okay? No one says that. I'm just pointing this out as an example. He died of a drug overdose. The drug overdose caused a seizure. The seizure caused him to have breathing problems, and it killed him. It suffocated him to death. He's dead now. These drugs do that stuff to you. They can cause seizures, they can cause heart attacks, they can cause a stroke, they can cause suffocation, they can cause all sorts of things. With George Floyd, it happened to be suffocation, and it happened to start happening about one second before he was pushed onto the ground. I hate it when coincidences like this happen. Because the left tries to push them into something very, very wrong. So, there was another um, police officer who shot a black guy in a car. And I, I don't remember any... I don't remember the details of this. I just I just know a couple things based off of what I've read and heard and saw on TV. Basically, pulled this guy over. This guy got back into his car and was going to drive away. So, the cop pulled out his or her... Uh, I don't even know the gender of the cop. How sad is that? I didn't do much research into this. <laughs> so, the him or her pulled out his or her taser and... Or not taser, sorry. Gun instead of the taser and shot him and killed him. Now, on the body cam, you can, say, you can hear the cop say, Oh my gosh, I shot him. Well, she actually... I think it was a girl cop. She actually said, OMG... But I don't say that word, so um, we'll say, "Oh my gosh, I actually shot him." I'm so sorry. Well, she didn't say, "I'm so sorry," but it sounded like that. You could add, "I'm so sorry" afterwards, and you wouldn't notice the difference. She was very sympathetic in her voice. See, she should be convicted of murder. She did wrongfully kill that guy. She needs to be convicted of murder. She did not purposefully kill that guy. It was an accident. See, black people are not shot because they're black. They're not shot because we think they're monkeys. They're shot because they're doing something wrong. And a lot of times it's an accident too. As in, here's another example. There was a black kid who was shooting at cars with a real gun. Okay? And this cop goes over there, he says, hands in the air. The kid, uh, well actually he says, drop the gun, put your hands in the air. And the kid has his hands so he puts his hands in the air, but you can't really see like that he dropped the gun because he moves his hands up really quickly 
and you can't see uh, that he dropped the gun because he did it kind of behind his back, sort of. And he did it like a split second before he put started moving his hands up, too. So when he starts moving his hands up, it looks like he's going to shoot the cop. So the cop shoots the kid. The kid's dead. That cop should be convicted of murder. Why? Because that kid did not actually have a gun in his hand. Because he dropped it a split second before he raised his hand. So, we're not shooting, they're not shooting, these cops are not shooting these black people because they're, they're racist. These black people did something honestly wrong. They did wrongfully shoot a couple, uh, a couple of black people wrongfully. And that's wrong. Now let me ask you a question. How many innocent, white, unarmed people have you heard of that were shot? Yeah, you have no idea, do you? I have no idea either. Do you want to know why? Because I guarantee you, white people, innocent white unarmed people, have been shot by cops. Not, not in a racist sort of way, but I'm guaranteeing you this because the media is just quiet on it. They know that a race war is what needs to happen in order for them to split America successfully. So they're just going to say everything the Democrats want them to say, and they're not going to say anything that would benefit us Republicans over here. No. <laughs> no, they don't want to do that, do they? Let's go into another story I heard. I think this happened last week or two weeks ago. Uh, you guys know Ashley Babbitt. She was shot by a police officer, a white person, by the way, unarmed white person. She wasn't technically innocent, but what she was doing did not deserve to be shot. So she was an unarmed white person, Ashley Babbitt, white female, jumping out of the Capitol building out of a window, and she was shot by a police officer. The Department of Justice, DOJ, has announced that they are no longer going to look into that, and they're no longer going to look for the officer who shot her. Why? Well, because a DOJ is racist. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to say that one time. <laughs> okay, never assume something's racist. Just, just for all my listeners, never assume that something's racist. Just because it seems racist does not mean it is racist. And it's very, very unlikely that it's actually racist. So... Instead, what we're going to assume is, well, Biden doesn't want to look into a white person's death. He wants to look into the black people's death because he's racist. This is the kind of racist stuff we have to deal with every day. Not, I'm not saying that not looking into Ashley Babbitt's death is racist. What I'm saying is Biden stopping the DOJ from doing all this kind of stuff is because Biden is racist. He wants us to realize our color of skin. He wants us to realize, oh, hey, we're white. We're, we're privileged, I guess, because the majority of rich people in our country are white. And then those hundreds and hundreds of basketball players who make over $100 million a year, we don't talk about those. And those hundreds and hundreds of NFL players who make over $100 million a year, we also don't talk about those. And don't, talk, don't you dare even talk about the MLB players who are black and make over $100 million. Don't even talk about it, okay? There's no rich black person other than the ones I just listed. There's no rich black person. <laughs> That's what the media wants you to think like, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. The media cracks me up. They're so, they're so blind, and they try to make us blind, and it just makes me laugh because I'd be like, yo, I got glasses. Yeah, they're pretty cool ones, too. I kind of like him. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
Something else I read on the news. Military news for you guys. Who likes military news here? I have some relatives who are in the military. They're very nice relatives, and I love them. And so, military news. The United States has moved some uh, a destroyer, actually, into the South China Sea. Good job, America. You did something good today. So proud of you. And China is just like, guys, guess what? We're, we're, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to do something. We're going to, we're going to, oh yeah, we're going to release the Liaoning aircraft carrier into the South China Sea. So the destroyer pulls up beside the Liaoning aircraft carrier and just goes, strolls beside it to prove that the Liaoning aircraft carrier that China has is no threat to the United States of America. <laughs> oh man. Our military is amazing, guys. Even with Biden president, we still have an amazing military. It's crazy. I love it. So, who here is fans of, or a fan of, uh, what should I say? Technology, like phones, smartwatches, all this kind of stuff. Just curious, because I just want to like say something real quick about some something I read on the news I thought was kind of funny. It's not po uh, politics related. I just thought it was really funny. So, Apple, when they came out with the iPhone 12, they took over the smartphone market. Number one. They became number one of the smartphone market, okay? And Samsung's just like, no, we want to be number one of the smartphone market. So you know what they did? They released their phone, like, a couple months earlier than they normally do. They released the S21. And when they did that, they became the number one of the smartphone market, followed by uh, Xiaomi, a Chinese company, Vivo, another Chinese company, and um, Oppo, another Chinese company. I just thought that was a funny story. Some of you guys might not even care. I just thought it was really funny. All right, guys, this was a shorter episode. I didn't have that much time to record this. I kind of scrambled it together. And <laughs> yeah. But I'll see y'all guys later. Hope y'all have a great day. Uh, let me know what you guys thought. And again, I, like I said last time, I got a new mic. I'm still working on tuning it up. So let me know if I did a good job this time. Uh, you can contact me at rvbgmail. Or sorry, rvbtwitter at gmail.com. That is my contact for my podcast. I can't even remember my own emails these days, man. Um, also, let me know some ideas of who I should feature on this. I, I pretty much have. I pretty much know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to do, but you never know. If your idea is good enough, I might decide to do that instead. <laughs> and I'll catch you all probably sometime next week. See you all later. Adios.